Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. CM Punk! Whoa, the whoa, we cannot say that. Oh, okay. Roman <laughs> Reigns at the... No. no, not that either. Oh. Hi, guys. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture. He's Michael Hamlet from What Culture. AW Revolution has just, just finished... Uh, and we're here to tell you what went down. What didn't go down is a return for CM Punk, first of all. There was a huge return, though. Mm -hmm. We'll get to that in due course, but we will run you down the results of all the matches. Shocking uh, match to start. This couldn't have called this one, Michael Hamfler. It was Chris Jericho opening what? the show against Ricky Starks. Now, I joked there, because mm -hmm. we all said, oh, that's going to open the show then. Yeah. Didn't call the result, though. No, no. Um, yeah, Chris Jericho and Ricky Starks very much having a wrestling match to open the wrestling match pay-per-view. Yes. Like, Ricky Starks with the sort of old-fashioned selling of the injury, with the, the taped ribs. Uh, Chris Jericho being the wrestling heel and sticking to the rules that he put in place that the Jericho Appreciation Society wouldn't get involved. But then they did. What? Uh, but kind of didn't. Sammy Guevara made his appearance at the very, very end of the match. But Action Andre just trucked him Jeez. into the Jedi realm with a spear of all spears. Um, leaving Chris Jericho, while Aubrey Edwards was distracted with that, to go for the bat. Mm -hmm. He did go for the bat. He did hit with the bat. But Ricky Starks got the kick out. Mm -hmm. That gave everybody the sort of the nice buzzy feeling in the air that maybe the right result was going to take place here. And it did. Ricky Starks, Rochambeau, one, two, three. Almost like the uh, match eight weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Where the feud started, could have been where the feud ended, but I don't know. We'll see if the ends justify the means, but Ricky Starks beats Chris Jericho clean with a Rochambeau. Yeah, the main thing is he won. He's out of the Jericho vortex. Let's move on. And let's move on to the final burial match. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was, a, it was a casket match, wasn't it, was, it basically? Yeah. Between... Well, the... Mm. We'll Christine Cage versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Um, all I can remember from this is the ending because it popped me so big. It was a super spirited brawl before. Yeah, yeah the ending was uh, a lot of fun. Nice for a uh, AW Revolution with a big prop moment to go ahead as planned <laughs> yes. rather than not. Like we'll take that this year. Uh, yeah, a really violent brawl. As violent as it needed to be because the ending was going to be a little bit silly, they kept it serious mm. in the run up to that. Uh, Jungle Boy, well, Jack Perry, I guess, because he is now fully a man, did the very sort of, um, did all the histrionics, but all the histrionics that were needed, because obviously there was, you know, the kind of like the death of his father and Christian blowing the kisses to his mother. Jack Perry's family figured heavily into this. The fight led up onto the stage, which is, of course, where all the big concerto spots have taken place. Mm -hmm. But tonight it was Jack Perry finally swinging, finally lowering the boom. As he never had done before, Christian was. But there. not before you putting him in a snare trap using a shovel. Oh yeah, snare trap with a shovel. Not to edge somewhat. Well, Jungle Boy did have grit, didn't he? About him, yeah. and he also had soil. There was like, oh, it was getting in the cuts and all yeah, that sort of stuff. Know. Both men bled. Both men did. Yeah, didn't there was a lot of blood on this play. We're going to get some more. <laughs> yeah, in a second. it's but, easier to list the people who didn't. <laughs> but uh, Jungle Boy. 
throws Christian into the um, the coffin after, yeah, after, the, concerto. after the concerto, kisses him on the head symbolically, looks up to the heavens, then looks down, closes the lid, and then as the lid closes, and I mean instantly as the lid closes, Conk! Like that, the coffin drops. Like a roller coaster ride, you just drop, your ass drops out. Now, either Christian took that last sort of drunk, or there was some sort of delay as a way to allow that, because it did look pretty cool. It looked awesome. It, did, it was like a reverse Cody bit. Like, they've used the elevator yes. and like, dropped the brakes out of it from the last minute, because he's hit the deck at quite a pace there. Who's that falling out of the sky in a coffin? Christian Cage guy. Yeah. There he goes, out of AEW. Who knows? This was very, very definitive. Shout out to uh, Christian Cage as well. I'm a wrestling attire guy. And his street fight wear, I know this is very imperial, but like Jack Perry was in his jeans and his yeah. cowboy boots. Uh, Christian was out in black tights and uh, a turtleneck tights. Turtleneck cut off sleeves. Brilliant. So he gets lovely tanned biceps. <laughs> but his and neck, his crap tattoo. He's right got the way it's off. Yeah. yeah. If he's got a WWE neck tattoo like the... Uh, American Nightmare. We couldn't have seen it because it's covered up. Indeed. Uh, maybe that's the thought for WrestleMania, Cody. Uh, right, let's move on and talk about the trios match. It was the Elite, of course, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks against the House of Black. Um, who were ostensibly, I think it's fair to say, the heels in this. Apart from the bit where Kenny Omega accidentally hit Julie Hart and went, huh, who cares? Yeah. Like, and not just accidentally hit her. Did he not, like, V-trigger yeah, off nailed, the air? I've not, like, misremembered that, have I? Because I've already, like, painted a picture of the theatre of violence in my I'm going to have to go back and watch this match. This was, well, until the main event, probably the best match on the show. Yes. Exhilarating stuff, as you can imagine. Wall-to-wall action, bell-to-bell, pretty much. We had stuff like Kenny Omega and Buddy Matthews getting to do the Mirror Man yeah. stuff. Uh, we got an awesome Terminator dive from Kenny Omega oh. as he kind of, like, explodes into action. Uh, there was tons of the usual. Uh, I feel like I wanted to sound it, but the usual young books reversal yes. stuff, where you're getting all the awesome tag stuff. A million billion, million billion false finishes at the end, as we were doubting if the trios titles were going to be cubed. Mm-hmm. Julia Hart getting involved, we thought there was maybe going to be some sexy juice spat in the face <laughs> of Kenny Omega, but instead she just took it. Um, just she didn't have to take a table bump this time. No, but I don't know if this was better or worse. Quite yeah. frankly. Um, but yes, all led to this gripping sort of crescendo where uh, all of the House of Black ultimately rounded. Yeah. Was it on Kenny Omega? Yeah, they just had to. They just they just killed him. That's it because they'd done the thing where like all three of them kept rounding on one member of the elite at any one time, but then the elite would come in and keep recovering, keep recovering, keep recovering. But they it wasn't learned, did they? No, but it was indeed Kenny Omega that took it all. I keep thinking it was Nick Jackson, but it was Kenny, wasn't it? There's one point where Kenny definitely took it on. I'm not sure if that was the finish or not. But for the finish. I'm confused. But, I mean, so maybe say, hey, hang on. They all absorbed the multiple the finishes of the various members <laughs> of the House of Black. The House of Black are the new trios champions. The trios belts have been... Corrupted. And uh, then there was a slight production flub because it's revolution. <laughs> uh, I forgot about this. You're supposed to have lights go down on the new champions. Lights come back up. Oh, by the way, there was a child... Oh, yeah. In the ring, Julia Hart brought a child in the ring. Some do kid it was, but he was convicted too. Lights go down, lights come back up, House of Black have gone. Yeah. Lights come back up, House of Black still getting out of the ring. Yeah, Malachi's so, still climbing out. That's a great big spotlight. Interestingly, as the elite were being carted away, licking their wounds, Don Callis was kind of looking a little bit like, oh, Kenny's a. Mm. He's off to do Kanosuke to Kesta stuff. Kenny's a bit washed, isn't he? So, yeah, I wonder if there's a. Omega to cash the match in the future. Maybe a double or nothing now that presumably the Young Bucks go back to the tags mm. and Kenny goes back to being a star. So we'll see. We'll see. 
you saw how you like talking. That's going to keep you keep you now. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed this match, and uh, yeah, House of Black kick ass, and that was the right result for me. Yeah, I think I think otherwise they'd just been completely uh, undermined in their whole evil plan. But I'm going to go back and watch this later on today because. Mm-hmm. Kicked ass this match. Uh, then we got the uh, three-way for the AW Women's World Title: Jamie Hayter versus Soraya versus Ruby Soho. Uh, a weird sort of mirroring, mirroring throughout this, wasn't mm. there? Someone pointed out on the on the chat about how oh maybe there was a bit of breadcrumbs between what was yeah. about to happen. Um, but the most most important thing is Jamie Hayter is still your AW Women's World Champion. Jamie Hayter is still your Women's World Champion by defeating Ruby Soho, who now may be the new number one contender for the AW Women's title. Yes. As a result of the decision she made at the very end, of course, there was lots of discussion about uh, whose side was she on, and she said all along, it's all about the title. She even had it on her, on her jacket, but it seemed like at the end of the match, after the result, it's like she made a decision afterwards, rather than she was true to her word. She was chasing the championship, but when she didn't get the championship, it appears that she has been corrupted by the outsiders because she was kind of asked to make a choice in the moment, and it appeared as though she was going with the homegrowns. Yeah, you don't she, run this place bitches yeah, or something. Yeah, she kind of like, she low-bridged, didn't she? She didn't physically attack, she low-bridged. Yeah. Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker appeared to be pleased with her, welcomed them into her circle, and then she turned with her, whatever she calls it now, the yes. right kick, the Soho kick, whatever it was. Well, like, laid out Britt, both Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter, leaving them... Like easy, spray paint of the L. Easy prayer for the spray paint of the L from the outsiders. They appear to have a new member. The ranks have been strengthened yeah. on that side of this ever-growing divide, this chasm. The chasm that has grown in the AW Women's Division. There's over a little of this and you. Yes. But there's some of it just fine. I'm just really relieved, good stuff. Just relieved. The, it was a good match, yeah. Super hard-hitting match like that. A big brawl in the crowd. We need to make mention of Tony Storm almost sealing the show from the outside. Uh, yeah! In the post-match attack, she absolutely wrecks a cameraman and a camera. Which we were like, that's pretty expensive looking, yeah. but it was look kick ass. Tony Storm getting some pro. There was a spot as well where it looked like Ruby Soho had lost all of her teeth being dropped onto oh, the Oh yeah. It's no brutal stuff. Just they just laid it. Jamie Hayer just won with a pinfall. Soraya's yeah, just push. Soraya's best match Ooh, in AW so far. That's a shout. I think so. So it seemed like they were setting up Hater versus Soraya in a singles, Hater versus Ruby Soho in a singles. Mm-hmm. But you were definitely led to believe that Britt Baker is still keeping an yeah. eye on these developments. They had to pull the trigger on that event. Not bad, this. I quite like this. Few stronger. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. 
Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Uh, then it was time for the Texas Death match oh between God. John Moxley and Hangman Page. This was disgusting. Oh, yeah, there's just loads of barbed wire stuff. I set a timer on my phone. Three minutes, I said, from the start of the match till Moxley was bleeding. Nailed it. Nailed it as well. Just under, wasn't it? Two minutes 50 or something. Yeah. Barbed wire everywhere, and thankfully not in that Chris Jericho, Eddie Kingston way. It was wrapped around people's backs. It was wrapped around people's fists. Um, but barbed wire wasn't the only story here. Bricks happened. <laughs> uh, just rename Moxley Stanley two bricks hey. because he used Hangman Page's head as the filler of a brick sandwich. And his hand. Yeah. At one point. Hand as well. Um, somehow Page recovered from that and was able to hit his finisher, which I guess means that's now a brick shot lariat. <laughs> uh, of course, it was Texas Deathmatch rules here, so you had to, I guess, be beating him down for the 10 count or, as was the case, just give in yeah. which is what John Moxley did he introduced his uh, the chain that you may remember from the um, Kenny Omega lights out match that thicker golder chain yeah. that was at one point part of a dog collar type setting between the two mm. a bit of a, a tug of war oh, was that the um, Judgment Daisy they're making in the <laughs> uh, but yes yeah, so it was uh, chains barbed wire barbed wire tables Hangman Page took a bump from the inside of the ring to the outside through the floor gross stuff Absolutely buckets of blood, exactly as you expect. But the chain was... That, then he did this... Oh, this oh God, yeah, he yeah, excuse bad barbed wire the that snail instead. trails, the fingerprints left behind. It was absolutely grim. I feel like we're forgetting some more grossness. There was a barbed wire punch at yeah. one point. It was all horrendous. But it ended when Moxley, who was on the floor, was the hanged man. Yeah. As a result of Paige dragging on the chain, dragging on the chain. And uh, John Moxley tapped out. Yeah. Lest he be hung up. So Saw a great take on Twitter by a one Michael Sidgwick about all this, which like is, uh, Hangman Page said he abhors violence. He's, mm-hmm. he's not, he's not a huge fan of that. And that was the, the, the thing that got Moxley, he loved the violence so much that he was like, no, one more thing, no, one more thing. Mm-hmm. Even the stomp on the bricks couldn't put, uh, couldn't put uh, Hangman Page down. He wins, and hopefully John Moxley has a nice holiday now. Well, if Moxley's gone to Alaska ice fishing, it's okay. It's not that Hangman Page has had a holiday as well, because he went to that place, <laughs> obviously, to get the win. So they've both taken vacations to yeah. Uncharted Territories. Uh, then it was the match to crown who loses to a powerhouse Hobbs on Dynamite <laughs> this week, I should say. Yeah. TNT Championship, Samoa Joe versus Wardlow. Um, this is probably the low point of the, ma- uh, the show for me. Yeah, which is a compliment to the show. In a manner of speaking, because this, yeah. was, this wasn't bad, but this was just kind just of wrestling. Wasn't Darby Allen. No, this was wrestling happening while people watched. Joe was um, in good fettle, considering that he wasn't fighting Darby Allen. Uh, it just wasn't necessarily the big comeback splash for Wardlow you were expecting. Like Wardlow hit 
like the uh, Swanton bomb that always gets a huge reaction in the building. Definitely had like those high spot moments from him. But I don't know if it was the fact that Powerhouse was looking on and everybody's thinking well, he's going to win that title. And the fact that these two never had electrifying chemistry from the beginning. And the fact that this was clearly there to rather quietly follow on from the um, Texas Deathmatch anyway. Yeah. Typically, Tony Khan would struggle. give this to the women. So it was quite nice that they were in a better spot here. Something always has to struggle in a, on a card like this. And I guess this was that. And it wasn't a powerbomb symphony to finish. There was not, no. Uh, he tapped Joe out, which I guess is kind of a nice way to conclude their feud. This does put a bow on Samoa Joe Mordler. And at very least... Um, Wardlow winning the match was probably the most predictable result yes. on the show. So giving the most predictable match in the slot where fans could be given a breather was good for the card because this is probably where we have to pay tribute to this card, right? 60-minute main event. Yeah. Eight matches flew by. Like, the main event itself flew by. We're going to get to that. Mm. But in terms of a AW pay-per-view, there are always these criticisms about how long these cards feel. Even if the runtime is four, it sometimes feels like more. This didn't. Tony Khan, just when I think... You can't get worse as a booker. You go and do something like this and totally redeem yourself. Uh, speaking of uh, redeeming yourself, just a fun four-way tag match yeah. next with uh, an interesting development following it. Mm -hmm. It was the Guns, of course, versus the Acclaimed versus Orange Cassidy and Danhausen versus... Oh, Triple J, of course, which yep. was the other team. Um, Triple J, who very nearly won the belts for you. Oh, man, yeah. This took a little bit of a while to get going. Yeah, um, it felt like a lot like a TV match early on. Very much so. Like, not bad action. Again, there wasn't much bad action on the show. There was just some times where it felt a little bit ordinary. And there was only once or twice where the lackluster build to Revolution crept into Revolution itself. Yeah. And I would say that was the case here, truthfully, for the bulk of the match until we hit that closing stretch it is one I'm looking forward to watch again to see if there was details that were missed as the sort of tags were just you know it was like all about spot exchanges yeah. and everybody was getting it in until we get down to the finishing stretch the tease of all tees as yet again Jeff Jarrett is cheated by the goddamn system out with a tag title that he so desperately craves I feel like this is becoming one of those AEW long term things now yeah. he's had that belt in his hand had it ripped away tonight it was a false finish for the ages where he was just so goddamn excited he hit with a golden globe shot and yeah. a stroke the guitar was taken away that with the golden it. globe and the stroke led to uh, it was Max Caster wasn't it that was down so. for the count Jeff Jarrett celebrating punching the air goes down but it's only a two uh, and it does ultimately lead to the guns retaining in something of a surprise. I think when they, uh, they won the belts on TV, that was somewhat predictable, but everybody thought a hot shot was coming. Yeah, or oh, they're, they're very good heat magnets. Though, they are, they? they are indeed. And everybody thought, I think, that um, for this match there was going to be uh, two jokers. There was going to be Sting and Darby Allen. It wasn't to be. It was gonna, not going to be best friends. who did appear, Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy. who were there for the pops and the hot stuff. And we did get an Orange Cassidy, Jeff Jarrett strut off, which I appreciated. Yeah. I'm matching gear from Dan Housen and Orange yeah. Cassidy tonight. But the other prospective jokers were FTR, who did arrive after the fact to lay their claim to being the best tag team in the world. The, uh, the guns were running them out to Renee uh, about being the best, and they are clearly very much not. Uh, FTR come out two headlines from this one big rigging uh, the guns to show that they could just take them out like that and reclaim those belts number two Dax Hall would bleeding everywhere because I, I don't know you know too many Dax what like, are you doing is this like when AJ Styles banged his head on the Wrestlemania set it's like the revolution set just barbed just in case people <laughs> need to bleed what was this it looked kick ass it did look awesome great CFTR back yeah uh, that's the main thing and uh, yeah put the belts on him ASAP sorry guns but it's got to be, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. It's got to be. And now the young books are free to 
Just saying. Round three. Round three. Main event time. MJF versus Brian Danielson. 60-minute iron match for the AEW World Championship. Uh, I was astonished to see some people initially going, bit of a boring start to this. I was like, they've got to wrestle for 60 minutes, guys. Of yeah. course MJF's going to roll to the outside and... Um, Scott emotionally scar a small child at one point <laughs> by chucking water on them. Sean Ross App apparently uh, pointed out, yeah, that wasn't a plan. He just uh, ruined a kid's night, basically. He's the Amazing. best. Okay. Um, and he reminded everyone why he is the best in the world in this match. Um, him and Danielson put on an absolute classic. Is Meltzer going to give him five stars? He called him out. He did, and that's only one of the reasons why I don't think he will. I sometimes think this is one of them gut feelings, and yeah. it's got like a four and three. But four maybe and not. three, yeah, maybe. We'll, we'll see. We'll hear, we'll hear what Melch himself not says as a bit of a teaser. And yeah, that shouldn't be what we're talking about here, I guess. Uh, all right, so this would have gone around... Well, speaking of four and three. Ah, yeah, yeah. four and three. So uh, if you follow the bravest uh, wrestling commentators online on YouTube, you'll know that somebody predicted a draw, which is what we got. Until Max was screwed into having to defend his title into overtime because yeah he survived because uh, uh, he did his knee in didn't he he did he did tie goes to the uh, champion typically it's like the Ashes in, just in the stays match, yeah. Brian with uh, we were down to a minute and change when Brian locked on the uh, half crab on MJF's bad knee MJF uh, decked out in the white and gold of Shawn Michaels 1996 just as Brett wrenched on the sharpshooter uh, Brian wrenched on the half crab and just like Shawn Michaels held out for the clock so too did MJF of course in this case he shouldn't have had to carry on defending but just like Bret Hart he wasn't able to he was back in the ring for overtime but unlike Bret Hart he was able to retain his yeah, time yeah because he's the best he, uh, they had another a couple of exchanges another couple of submission exchanges MJF escaped managed to get to the ropes he was uh, rejuvenated by an oxygen tank at the 60 minute mark that had been left at ringside he uh, clocked uh, Brian with this outside of the referee's view. Yeah. yeah, you thought it was a forearm, didn't yeah. you? We'll have to watch this again to double check. Brian was as good as knocked out. He somehow survived the hand being dropped for three, but MJF, smartly, simply held on mm. to the bell lock that he locked Brian in. Brian uh, eventually had to tap, 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 tap. That wasn't even a pass out. He did tap out yeah. to make it 4-3 in this. We should, I guess, like try and cover the other. We can't do a 60-minute match in a short video like this. No. But... The falls themselves were Busaiku knee one nil to Brian. Yeah, uh, kick to the cock. Kick to the cock. No, hang on. Yeah, kick to the cock. Two nil to Brian. Immediate pinfall. One two. Immediate pinfall. Two two. Mm -hmm. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Third fall. I'm struggling to remember at this point. I it think is it was late. a submission from MJF, although I didn't see it. To be Salt of the yeah. earth. I can't remember. No, as in he tapped out. I think. Oh, he tapped out. Okay, yeah. so make it three two to Brian. At which point. 3-3 three, three was made with a pinfall by yeah. MJF. Uh, and then that took us, obviously, to I think that's what we, uh, Go and watch it. Don't take our word for it. It was absolutely excellent. Highlights also included MJF with a flying elbow drop through the announce table. Yeah. And then a running tombstone through the remainder of the announce table, which looked really cool. And a super tombstone off the top. The... Brian somehow managed to top the running forearm in Dynamite with a running knee into the barricade. Oh. It was going 100 miles an hour. It looked so fast he was going to slip over. <laughs> he looked like Axiom's entrance on NXT, if you ever said that, but it was a human being actually doing it. Both covered in blood and piss and sweat by oh, the end God. of it. 60 grueling minutes, 65 or whatever it was in total. Never once dragged. Obviously, an Ironman match can't be recapped in this sort of format, but genuinely, yeah. I... In my gut, already feel like this has entered the calendar as a top tier of Ironman matches. Maybe even the top one, but I don't want to commit to that just yet. But it was very, very, very strong stuff. Um, there was a number of teases. I don't know if you just... I'm fishing for it because I'm a super fan. But uh, he came out, did MJF, in the Joker mask that he wore, obviously, the night that What he, entrance that was, by the way. Incredible, returned... Um, 
there was also multiple mentions to him being the best in the world. There was a number of illusions, obviously, with the punk and the FTR coming back and the dog collar and the like to CM Punk on the show. Nothing yet, but lots of things to grab onto if you're the type of person that wants to grab onto. And here's me grabbing onto all the CM Punk. Also, shows. particularly enjoyed the H2O channel one point because yeah. Jeff kept getting water. Too. Constantly getting water, which was quite a nice touch. Um, look, you've got to stay hydrated. Going out there yeah. for 65 minutes, especially if you know the system's going to try and screw you. Um, MJF tried to cheat, and the referee was willing to let him so that he would yeah, be got the belt, didn't he? All very good, all very entertaining. You and use then, it, you lose it was a great line from Bryce Remsburg. I'll absolutely give that. tremendous. And MJF can turn up on this Dynamite if he wishes, or indeed the next one, or indeed the scrum that is happening right now yeah. as we record this, to say categorically that he is the best in the world, he is the GOAT, all that sort of stuff. And I mean, he survives. Where's the lie? He even survived the corruption. Yeah. Not the kind of corruption, <laughs> but the corporate corruption at the highest level. As Tony Schiavone was speaking oh, to, God. we can only assume, based on Tony Schiavone's gleeful face, but also trying to tell him to shut the F up, a very excited Tony Khan, who was presumably saying something along the lines of, I don't know, it wasn't exactly bugged, but... Five more minutes! We're going to go to the We're going to have overtime! We're going to have a champion! My show doesn't go off the air like this! This is not great for Cottage! We don't have a tie game! Sudden death rules! And Shivani's like, yeah, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Don't He's so pleased. Mick Foley's not going to win the other company's world title. I'm not going to get him to turn over. <laughs> but yeah, he was obviously buzzing because of his long-term rivalry yeah. with MJF. We get the air, the sudden death finish. It's really gripping. It's really grueling. Please watch it if you've somehow found this to get your sort of primer. Oh, For goodness sake. I know it's 60 minutes. I know it's 65. I know it can be quite intimidating. Absolutely worth your time. Definitely one of the better Iron Man matches I've ever seen. Yeah, and just a really enjoyable card, to be perfectly mm. honest. And then just to reiterate what we said earlier less matches obviously you've got a one hour match to close out the show it's just felt a lot tighter a lot more yeah. essential uh, all the stuff like I say I, I, I agree that I don't think the build has been anywhere near as good as AEW's normally used to but by god do they pull it out of bag tonight a brilliant show uh, very excited to see where they go from here let us know your thoughts on it in the comments section below like share subscribe continue the conversation with us on Twitter as well at WhatCultureWWE well actually they can follow both of us you can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet follow me at Adam Wilborn follow us all at WhatCultureWWE and we will be doing a more in-depth discussion of this with myself Michael Hamflet and Michael Sidgwick in the coming days on the What Culture Wrestling podcast What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts but this has been AEW Revolution what went down now time for the awkward moment when I have to run off camera and press stop on the recording thanks for watching bye everyone head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman and don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.